Hi guys, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and Members Academy. Today we're going to look at uh, reading passage two from the academic test and I would say it's a really, really important one to do for two reasons. One is that it's absolutely packed with essential vocabulary and two, it's a very common topic. So I already have two other listenings and readings about this topic, which you can find on my website. I'll give you details later. And there's another reason why this is an important text, and that's simply because it's matching paragraphs information, which I know you all hate, <laughs> that type of question. So the, the bulk of these questions today are all about finding information and matching the paragraphs. So I would recommend that you listen really carefully to this one. And also, I'd like to say hi to my student, Hind, in the Members, Members Academy. She requested this text. So the full text is always in the Members Academy. Um, Hind says, for some reason, she likes listening to my voice explaining it, which made me laugh because nobody likes listening to my voice, uh, least of all my husband, but I'm really glad that, that you find it useful, Hind, and I really appreciate your requests. Thank you. So the title is called Saving Bugs. Sorry, the, the text is called Saving Bugs to Find New Drugs. So synonym for bugs is insects, and it's all about using insects to find new drugs. And that is in the subheading. It says, zoologist Ross Piper looks at the potential of insects in pharmaceutical research. Now, pharmaceutical research is the topic that I mentioned earlier. I have one reading called Doctoring Sales, which is all about the pharmaceutical industry. And that's academic. And there's also a general training text all about snake oil and echinacea and the medicines, natural herbal medicines um, that they use. And this is a very similar topic. It's, it starts by mentioning what nature uses. Um, so it talks about primates, primates. Um, like monkeys, who rub themselves with millipedes, kind of insect, which, and the millipedes give off toxins or poisons, which deter mosquitoes. So they, they use these millipedes to keep mosquitoes away. And there are also some chimpanzees who use forest plants uh, to get rid of intestinal parasites. So that's our starting point. And the whole text really is a, a problem solution type of text because it says right at the start, we know that lots of drugs come from natural living things. That's a kind of a fact and we've known it for thousands of years. But they introduce a problem. So in paragraph B, they 
say that modern pharmaceutical science has moved away from nature and back into the library, laboratory, <laughs> laboratory. And why? Uh, it kind of gives a quick reason why. We'll come back to that later. Then in paragraph C, it talks more about how difficult it is to develop drugs in the laboratory and therefore they're bringing new approaches coming back to natural products and especially with advances in um, genetic, I don't know, testing, I guess, using genomes, it says genomes, genomes, um, to be able to identify um, things in insects which can help us. And they call this bioprospecting. They define that word for you, so they help you. They call it the search for useful compounds in nature. So it comes back to this idea that we can find useful things from insects. And paragraph D it tells us how amazing insects really are, you know, their diversity and how they've evolved how they use different compounds uh, to survive and how we still haven't really um, exploited insects enough. So it comes back to another problem. Um, paragraph F, um, E gives examples of how it has been successful, but paragraph F tells us again, well, it asks the question, why don't they do more bioprospecting? And it gives us those reasons, the difficulties we talked about in paragraph B. And it says three main reasons. Um, first of all, there are just so many millions of insects, it's hard to know where to start. Secondly, of course, their size is a problem. It's really difficult to get um, sufficient quantities of the compounds they need to test. And thirdly, although we think insects are everywhere, um, many of these species are actually very difficult to rear in captivity. So again, there's just not enough to work with. So there's a problem again, and it introduces a solution, and it introduces the writer, and uh, he works with colleagues at Aberystwyth University, which is, by the way, in Wales, where I'm from. And he talks about how they've become interested in this and how they use their knowledge of ecology to target their research. He talks about particularly what interests them, about the insects that give off poisons um, to catch prey and how they can survive in horrible situations because they've got these antimicrobial compounds. Uh, it comes back again to the difficulties. It doesn't solve the problems, he says, and he thinks that it's now possible to get the insect's DNA more easily and that it is worth exploring. The final paragraph is a leaving the reader with something to think about, as I always recommend in your writing task too. He talks about wilderness disappearing, and as that disappears, 
we deprive ourselves of potential medicines. So he sees his research as an, a form of conservation, and he thinks that the, the more research he does, then people hopefully will think a bit differently about the value of nature. So it's a very important message to end on. So it's an absolutely fascinating text, and I wanted to read it to you in some detail so that you can be prepared for the statement statements that you have to match. And there are seven of them and only nine paragraphs. I mean, there are nine paragraphs and only seven statements. So two paragraphs are not used. And interesting, as always, that the paragraphs that are not used are then in the follow-up questions. So, remember with information type statements, I suggest that you look at the first, you divide them into two parts. You look at the first part and then look at the second part. For example, this is question 15 and it says, how recent technological advances have made insect research easier? So the first half of that is recent technological advances. So you go to the text and you find where it mentioned recent technological advances. Well, that was in two parts. They did mention it briefly in C. It talks about the ability to mine genomes for useful compounds. And it then talked about it in H, where it said it is now possible to snip out the stretches of the insect's DNA. So now you look at the second half, and what does it say? It says recent technological advances have made insect research easier. So the only place where it mentions that it's made insect research easier is in that paragraph H. Um, fortunately, it's now possible, blah, 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 and insert them into cell lines that allow larger quantities to be produced. That is it. So that immediately gives us H for number 15. The other paragraph we looked at, uh, where it says with the ability to mine genomes, it doesn't mention that it's made things easier. It just says it is now evident that we have barely scratched the surface. So I hope you can see what I mean there by the two parts of each statement. The first part is often a word like an example or a reason or a reference or a mention. And I'm, I'll show those to you as we go through them. So going back a little to question 14, it says a mention of factors driving a renewed interest in natural medicine compounds. So the first half of that sentence is factors driving a renewed interest. So we're looking for factors or reasons why people are becoming more interested in natural 
medicinal compounds. And it has to really spell it out for you that it is a factor. And that factor is, we're going back to C again, it says um, something which has now prompted the development of new approaches, focusing once again on natural products. With the ability to mine genomes, so that's one factor, and also laboratory-based drug discovery has achieved varying levels of success. It means that the laboratory research hasn't been that successful. So because of that, plus the ability to, to mine genomes, Plus, it says, this realisation, together with several looming health crises, such as antibiotic resistance, has put bioprospecting firmly back on the map. So these are the factors that have put bioprospecting back on the map, back means renewed interest and there are there are three main factors and whenever it says factors you're probably looking for about two or three and in that paragraph c we had three factors the reasons why we're doing more testing on insects now 16, quite an easy one. It says examples of animals which use medicinal substances from nature. So we're looking simply for examples of animals. Now, I mentioned that there are two paragraphs where they have examples of animals. The first one was paragraph A, where they talk about chimpanzees and what else, uh, monkeys in paragraph A. And then the second time was in paragraph E, where they talked about um, examples of how it's been successful, the research has been successful on blowfly larvae and a wasp that has potential in cancer treatment. So those two paragraphs have examples. We want to know examples of animals which use medicinal substances from nature, not which produce or not which have helped us, but animals which use these substances. And they are in paragraph A, that first paragraph, the monkeys who rub themselves with millipedes to deter mosquitoes and the chimpanzees who use noxious forest plants, noxious meaning poisonous, to rid themselves of parasites. Question 17. Reasons why it is challenging to use insects in drug research. All right, again, I've seen two paragraphs which give us reasons why it is challenging to use insects in drug research. So which one is correct? Well, the first mention of it is in B. In B, it says securing sufficient numbers 
of the organism in question, isolating and characterizing the compounds of interest and producing large quantities of these compounds are all significant hurdles. Um, so that's in paragraph B. When you look at paragraph F, it gives you those lists of reasons. It gives you firstly, secondly, and thirdly. And the, the, the first sentence says, why is it that insects have received relatively little attention in bioprospecting? And it gives you these reasons why it's difficult to use insects. Those three reasons. A, they're too small. Um, B, uh, they're too difficult to find in sufficient quantities. And then thirdly, they're difficult to, to rear to in captivity, to keep them in captivity. So those are three reasons why it is challenging. So that is the answer, and it's paragraph F. Paragraph B um, really only talked about why, why they moved away from insects in the first place. Um, Yes, so, so it's not B, although they're very close, I have to say. I might need to come back and look at that more closely. Okay, 18. Reference to how interest in drug research may benefit wildlife. Well, this is a pretty easy one, how drug research may benefit wildlife. The first half is about interest in drug research, that was throughout. But where does it say that it could benefit wildlife? Well, of course, in that last paragraph, the conclusion, uh, even the last line, we can make people think differently about the value of nature and it's a form of conservation. So that is paragraph I. Now, 19 might help us understand what we just looked at in 17. 19 says a reason why nature-based medicines fell out of favour for a period. So again, the reasons why nature-based medicines were not popular, and that is paragraph B. Um, so this is where they said that there was a shift from natural medicines to the laboratory. So you, you can see that it's a bit more general. It's a bit more about nature-based medicines rather than insects. So 17 is about insects and 19 is about nature-based medicines in general. Then question 20. A simple one, again, <laughs> an example of an insect-derived medicine in use at the moment. Well, as we saw before, there were two paragraphs with examples in. The first one was A, where the monkeys and chimpanzees used the medicines. The, the other one was in E, 
where they talked about the blowfly larvae and the wasp. And as we said before, it it wasn't about them using uh, medicines. It was about them producing medicine that we could use for ourselves. And that is paragraph E. It's an example of an insect-derived medicine. And what is the medicine? It says very clearly, for example, so that will help you, aloferon, an antimicrobial compound produced by blowfly larvae. Um, yeah, so that's one example. And notice derived, insect derived means it comes from the insect. So that is it. Those are our seven pieces of information matched to paragraphs. So what's left? Well, questions 21 and 22, you've got a list of five things. And it says, which two of the following make insects interesting for drug research? Well, remember the writer um, talked about why he chose, well, what specifically he chose to do in his research. So he said in G, my colleagues and I at Aberystwyth University in the UK have developed an approach in which we use our knowledge of ecology as a guide to target our efforts. The creatures that particularly interest us are. So this is where you'll find the information. He says the creatures that particularly interest us are the many insects that secrete powerful poison for subduing prey and keeping it fresh for future consumption. So they're interested in insects which use poison to kill their food and to keep their food fresh so they can eat it in the future. There are even more insects that are masters of exploiting filthy habitats such as feces and carcasses where they are regularly challenged by thousands of microorganisms. These in insects have many antimicrobial compounds for dealing with pathogenic bacteria and fungi. So that's the other type of insects that he likes are these ones that survive in filthy, really dirty habitats like feces, which is poo, and carcasses, dead bodies, animal, dead animal bodies, where they live and they survive and they produce these antimicrobial compounds. So these are the two things that interest the researchers. So let's have a look at the choices. Um, A, the choice is the huge number of individual insects in the world. Well, that's not the reason why they're so interesting to these, to, the, to, to drug research. In fact, that's a problem. It's not an advantage. It's a problem. So it's not A. B, 
the variety of substances insects have developed to protect themselves. Well, that's one, isn't it? We just saw that, how these insects protect themselves in these really horrible, dangerous circumstances. So B is one of the answers. C, the potential to extract and make use of insects' genetic codes. Now, in the last line of paragraph G, it simply says, suggesting that there is certainly potential to find many compounds that can serve as or inspire new antibiotics. And that is the answer. It's C, it's this potential to extract and make use of the insect's genetic codes. And actually, you know, that's in the subtitle. It says, zoologist Ross Piper looks at the potential of insects in pharmaceutical research. And that is it. The other distractors are D, the similarities between different species of insect. Again, that's not mentioned. And E, the manageable size of most insects. Well, it's certainly not the manageable size. Their size is not manageable and it makes it very difficult for them to do their research. Okay, so last, last set of questions, questions 23 to 26. Um, the, it's a gap fill. You're only allowed one word. And the title is Research at Aberystwyth University. Where do you go? You go to that same paragraph where you were before, exactly the same one that I've just read, and you stick there. You don't look around. You don't think, oh, I'm sure it's somewhere else. No, <laughs> it's literally just in that one paragraph. And I'm sure you could fill these in now by yourself. So Ross Piper and fellow zoologists at Aberystwyth University are using their expertise in something when undertaking bioprospecting with insects. So we know they've got expertise in something. We're looking for that one subject. And what did he say? He said, in which we use our knowledge of ecology. So ecology is the answer because the synonyms are there. Expertise is knowledge and using is the same word. <laughs> okay, next sentence. They are especially interested in the compounds that insects produce to overpower and preserve their something. You could guess this now. The compounds means the chemicals, that insects produce to overpower, meaning to kill, and to preserve, meaning to keep what? Well, of course, their food. In the text, it says the powerful poison for subduing prey and keeping it fresh for future consumption. So subduing means overpower, and prey is the answer predictable. It's one of my words on my lists. P-R-E-Y is a key word in IELTS, prey and predator. They just love those words. 
So they're on my lists in my 28-day planner and, of course, in the Members Academy uh, lessons. They are also interested in compounds which insects use to protect themselves from pathogenic bacteria and fungi, fungi found in their wort. So, interested in the compounds found in their wort. Well, it says they are masters of exploiting filthy habitats. So, habitats, you've heard me talk about that so many times. It's a key word. Where animals live is their habitats, and it's plural. Final sentence. Piper hopes that these substances will be useful in the development of drugs such as... So you're looking for an example of a drug. Last line. Many compounds can serve as or inspire new antibiotics. Plural antibiotics is the answer. Okay, so an incredibly tough text, really dense in very common IELTS vocabulary. So if you've been following me for a while, you'll recognize all of these words that I constantly point out. And I'm going to point them out to you again. I'm just going to run through them. Before I do that, I'd also like to point out something really interesting that I read about today. And I'm really glad I found it. Um, when I do my YouTube live lessons, go to YouTube Fiona Wattam, I often get the students to write paragraphs and we focus on making the points clear to